Welcome campers, this is Aaron and Bryce, your camp host, and you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Dude, have you ever been anywhere before where you're like, I would do anything for a lift out of here and just be done with this situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this guy was climbing Denali, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And he was with he had a climbing partner, and the guy ended up falling, but he had his beacon, mm-hmm. and so like you figure a guy is gonna fall, that's worthy of a rescue, right? Sure. Emergency located beacon, so he pressed it. Helicopter shows up, thirty minutes gets the guy out of there. Well, it turned out that this guy was trying to get. He was basically trying to do that same thing, like he was trying to do everything he could just to get a lift out of there, mm-hmm. and that's not really cool to do. When you have limited rescue resources so, that are m- intended for life-threatening situations, so let me ask this: the guy, his partner fell, and it says tumbled, so it wasn't like a cliff, but basically he slides down a thousand feet, needs help. They come and get him. They actually rescue his partner, mm-hmm. but not him, right? But not him. And in the interim, he was. Sending messages from the beacon trying to get a second Uber off the hill. <laughs> yeah, I want to get out of here too. Gotcha. And say, yeah. making claims like our group's hyperthermic, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the stuff. I just mm-hmm. basically read the headline and kind of scanned it. Yeah, it did say that he, they were displaying preliminary signs of hyperthermia. And I think he said that may or may not be the case. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But he did. Uh, so then they got down to base count the next day, and there was a mountaineering ranger that came up and said, I want to see this beacon, sort of what happened, trying to figure out what's going on, like the law enforcement investigation, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what's going on. The guy deleted a bunch of stuff off the beacon, allegedly. allegedly. Court documents in, uh, allege. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Deleted a bunch of that stuff, and uh, because they were basically saying, "Dude, you're fine. You can descend down." Right. These resources are for situations where we have life-threatening, totally injuries. Right. Right. And so he has been barred now. He was found guilty of some things in court. What they are doesn't really matter. Got some fines, mm-hmm. but barred for f- climbing Alaskan peaks for five years, mm-hmm. so he can't go back. Yeah, that's the story. Which, which. I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Guy basically abused emergency uh, services. And I think that's the nut of it right there. Mm -hmm. It's like making an example or a case out of someone that it's not okay to take advantage of the system that is in place for when people really need it. Right. Not only that, but the lives of the rescuers are always Mm -hmm. in danger when they go out. Yeah. Right. Um, How many years ago was it on Mount Hood? When a helicopter was trying to rescue somebody and goes down, mm-hmm. a Black Hawk. And I'm pretty sure that crew members died on that. So yeah. I don't yeah. know how many years ago it was. That was a while back. It was maybe 20 10, years, 10, 10 years, years ago, something like that. But I, I remember that. Yeah. So, huh, so don't do that. <laughs> like, no. know what you're getting yourself into, right? Like, if you mm-hmm. don't, if you, if it's going to be too much for you or, mm-hmm unable to return you probably should be having that thinking and decision making prior to the point where this seems like a reasonable thing to do i just think it's interesting like if he like did he really just not want to climb down like was he now afraid 
and was maybe his friend was more of the guide, you know, and was the one that was more experienced or something like that. And now that he's gone, he's going, well, shoot, I don't really know how to get down by myself or um, was he just lazy? You know, I, I mean, in the article, it makes it sound like he was lazy. It kind of paints him as entitled and lazy. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Who could know what it actually is? Yeah. Huh. That's kind of interesting. I mean, I get up on some elevation and all of a sudden I'm paralyzed. You mean in a ladder situation? Like heights? Any sort of heights. Any sort of instability oh, really? on my footing. Yeah. Huh. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a fan. Oh, what do we got? Cake? <laughs> Some cake being brought in. Uh, I think it's fondue. Did you bring a soup? Fondue pot. Cora, you're being very nice to us. Thank you. Oh, wow. Like tortillas? Oh, my gosh. What? Tortillas and bean dip? Let's pause and we'll go to cooler. <laughs> So moral of the story there is you don't call emergency services unless you need them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's no different than in town, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get you get busted if you file a false police report and call nine one one or report the wrong thing. Sure. So, yeah. Just letting our listener know in case they're planning to go to Denali <laughs> later this year. It's just interesting, like. Reading the article, <clears throat> it, it, it makes it sound like he was trying to cover something up. And I'm not trying to say there was some crime or whatever, but like he was, they were asking him for, oh, sorry, they were asking him for uh, information and then he wasn't giving it to him. So it's like, well, is there something else going on? You know, that's what the article makes you, makes mm. you think, you know? So anyway. It did kind of paint him as doing something wrong, but then you get into the facts of it and you're like, well, that doesn't seem like it was, at least there was, if there wouldn't have been the fall thing, you're like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you had a thousand foot tumble. Exactly. So, so we're we're jumping right into cooler here. Kitchen. Yeah. Kitchen. What do you got? What are you snacking on? That is a little spicy. (laughs) That's a little spicy. I would say that. (laughs) I would say it's a little... So this is a La Victoria that you brought over. Yeah. Which is the same brand that we put on the quesadilla. Mm-hmm. However, this mm. one is a hotter one. Oh, so Salsa good. Bravada. Mm. Salsa Bravo. It's so Salsa good. Salsa Brava. You know Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between Brava and Bravo? Um, just gender. Just the... What's, what's the gender so of So you would sauces? match the descriptor to the to the noun right so the salsa ends in an a so it's a female uh whatever i can't remember snack female snack it's a female snack okay <laughs> you wouldn't say salsa bravo is what i'm trying to say oh you just match it mhm okay salsa bravo hmm. um but you would have like queso fresco it wouldn't be queso fresca right so there you go. This has been Spanish, Spanish with, with Bryce. Bryce and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have a, a bevy. We should. This is a little messy. So it's just really super simple. You can have this anytime at camp. Some Which beans. Let's see here. There's this one. Or 
That one kind of scares me. Well, they both. What are that one? Which one do we want? Oh, my goodness. What time is that? It's 8 o'clock. You're a bachelor. Well, you, you usually up all night. drink that's caffeine I, all hours of the day. That's true. But I'm I'm looking at that. <laughs> You're having a look at it. I'm having a look at it. Oh, man. A couple weekends ago, I was talking with a friend, and she was Let's like, I this. can't have caffeine. Let's have the the, the beer wake up, because that can's yeah. really cool. All right, so today's beer um, is <laughs> super fun. So Sasquatch Brewing Company, okay. which we all know why. I, f- I love that. That's great. Where are they located? Portland? Uh, yeah, Portland, Oregon. Okay. Have you been? <clears throat> I have not been there yet. Is so it, Is it new? I I want to say it's pretty new. Okay. Um, they have a beer called Wake Up. Wake Up. And it's got Tom Wake Peterson's up. face on the Wake can. Up. Does so it say, if you're what is Gloria's face on there too? No. So if you're a, if you're a Portland native, you know exactly what that means. You got Tom Peterson. Tom Peterson was a was a furniture uh, was it furniture? Yeah, furniture. Yeah, uh, store in Portland, and he would always do these cheesy commercials. And there was this one um, where his face he was right in the face of the camera. He's like, "Wake up, wake up to a happy day." Yeah. <laughs> And I think there was also like an alarm clock yeah. that you could get. That you would get an alarm thing. clock when you would buy the like a couch or whatever yeah. from them. It's like they're free beef. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, Those things are not cheap on eBay, by the way. What isn't? When Tom Brady, the Tom, Tom Peterson, Peterson alarm, alarm clock. <laughs> you ever check that out? No. Yeah, I was going to get my friend one. Oh, really? Not cheap. I'm going to make a quick burrito. Okay. And then... Can I get a little bit of that salsa? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a fun story about Tom Peterson and specifically the Wake Up commercial. Didn't they also used to give out free haircuts <clears throat> where you could go get a Tom Peterson cut? Maybe. It sounds familiar. Yeah, like the buzz cut? Yeah. The military cut? Yeah, he has a flat top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my friend, my good friend of mine, her dad produced that commercial. Hmm. He was He was the guy who started Blazer Vision. Um, and blazer vision is like the trailblazers, uh, like television oh, broadcast, like he started it. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, back okay. in the seventies and eighties. Okay. And so else. his name is George Wash. Inton. <laughs> Our first president. No. Yeah. George Wash is super cool dude. And, um, just a, a cool time in history where you're a lot of things were being discovered tech wise and like. The, so how that was filmed was they had this piece of glass and he like went right up to the glass and he was knocking on the glass and then okay. the camera was like really close to that. Okay. So it's just kind of fun because yeah. like how would you ever know that, right? I mean, it spawned so many things like the Mervyn's commercials where they're like open, open, yeah. open, open. Is that Mervyn's? Is I that what that was? Mervyn's. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you do you remember ever going to Tom Peterson's and Gloria's too? I never was there. Never went once. Okay. Never had the alarm clock. Mm-mm. The watch. Nope. Never got a free buzz cut. Mm-mm. But you got a beer and a wake up thing now, and mm-hmm. it's a a lager with caffeine or something. Yeah. So I gotta grab us some cups. Oh yeah, we need cups. Well, or you can just have your own. I I don't know if I need that much wake up. All right, let me open this here. Okay. Good sound. 
All right. So it's a Vienna lager. Wake up, wake up. With coffee, which is just weird. But that's not what I would expect a coffee beer to look like. No. It's, it's, here you go. It's really like kind of a clear amber color. Hmm. I mean, we have low light in the, in the studio here, but we got more too. If you got, if you want another or you want another sip or whatever. I feel like this is probably fine. So I still got half this beer from last week's episode sitting here. <laughs> um, okay. So smelling it. I don't really taste or smell any beer. I there's the you mean the coffee? Or That's beer? what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Just the coffee. It's like the tiniest coffee smell in there, just barely. Huh. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe you're just smelling it more because you've been off coffee. Ooh, no, there's definitely a coffee flavor to it. Really? Yeah, just like on the corner or in the sides of your tongue. What's a coffee sommelier called? I don't know. Sommelier, sommelier, like a coffee. Uh, what would a coffee sommelier be? Because I think they have those sommeliers not just for wine, but they have them for beer, they have them for sure. liquor, they have them for coffee, they have them for sure, whatever. Of course they would, right? Any, any chance somebody can put some letters behind their name? Yeah, I'm like I know more than you, and this is why. Yep, um, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely. It's kind of gimmicky, right? But fun. Did you get this at our favorite beer store? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, not bad. Not great. Okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> it's right in the middle. <laughs> so that uh, that for me would call fall under the category fine. <laughs> it's fine mm-hmm. because on one end you have five percent of great. On the other end, you have 5% of bad. Yeah. And then the middle 90% is fine. I'll say this. The beer is actually well-made. Like, you, have you ever tasted... Like ethically sourced and no, environmentally I sensitive? No, no, I mean, it's like just quality. Like, okay. the beer is, is, is well. It's like fermented well. It tastes right. Okay. You know? Um, IPAs are notorious for this, uh, in my opinion. Guys don't know how to make good beer, and then but they start a brewery. They have cool labeling and cool you know cool names, and they just you know they get it on store shelves, and you 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 taste their beer, and it's terrible. It's just bad beer, and they don't know how to make beer, you know. And then they just start throwing a bunch of hops in it and calling it crazy IPA names, and it's totally out of style, and overhopped and it's bad beer to start with which never mm. ends well and so I, I there's a quite a few ipas out there that i'm just like dude these are just not it, the base is bad anyway i don't know because it's like for me it's either this is pretty okay or mm-hmm. this tastes like beer and about 90 percent of it falls into this tastes like beer and i'm not a fan yeah and you're not really a beer fan not really so it makes sense so but i hear what you're saying yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of beer out there these days, which would mean that there's a lot of bad beer. Yeah, and and really like ten years ago, it was it seemed like anybody with a cool name could get a could get it on the shelves or get it a tap handle somewhere. At some you know it's getting distributed somewhere, and man. everybody's trying to 
Cash it out. <laughs> get bought by a company. Get bought by something. Be trendy for a minute yeah. and have the hot little brew pub. Yep. And then yep. make payday. Live that van life. You know, what <laughs> else What else can you do? Live that brew life. Yeah. Brew bu- take those brew bucks mm-hmm. and live that van life. Yeah. So, okay. So that's that's our cooler. Yeah. There you go. So what are we going to talk about today? So we're going to talk about what would Sar. you like to talk about? Well, I was just going to go off the thing. <laughs> let's see how ex- let's see Bryce. I know you like fun stuff. <laughs> let's see if you can make this fun. Okay, I'd love to talk about safety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be a little practical here for our our listener and say, hey, you know, this guy got into a situation on yep. the Donalys. What's mm-hmm. the other name for Den- Mount McKinley? McKinley, yeah. McKinley, but yeah. they're like, that's Whitey's name for it. We're going to take it back. So I think it's officially gone back to Denali. Which is a cooler name. I mean, way better. Way. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to name your dog McKinley, most likely. Even Probably not. Cool. That's, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that's not horrible. <laughs> but Denali. McKinley, Denali. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's a good I had name. A, I had a roommate in college. His dog, his name was Denali. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. My joke backfired. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> so, you know, talking about the story, it's just kind of like, let's, listener, here's a couple of things maybe to do. Have a plan. Okay. Be prepared. Make good decisions. <laughs> don't be afraid to turn back. That's a good one. Which one? Good decisions? Don't be, don't be afraid to turn back. What do you think might be some of the things that would cause someone to not turn back? Pride. Pride. Mm-hmm. Heard of it. Um, pride comes before the fall. Sometimes in this story, it's <laughs> literal. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Um, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? You're, with, you're yeah. with a group, and you don't want to be the guy that, that makes everyone turn turn back. Because yeah. you got either a lot of planning goes into this, typically. Yeah. We're right? focused on the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about this and planning this forever. Yeah. There's a bit of like competitive, you know, like I got to conquer this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you get tired, semi-injured, blisters on your feet, Mm -hmm. uh, dehydrated, and you're like, oh, I can't can't let my buds down here. Right. Yep. Um, Let's see. What was, what was the, ask your question again. What was. What are some things that make you not turn back? Oh, yeah. Um, And I would just say if, I don't know how to say this, but like if you're the newbie. And you're mm. kind of afraid to speak up. You don't yeah. know. You're like you're thinking, well, maybe everybody feels like this. Maybe this is just how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. This might just be how climbing a mountain feels, or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing. Can't let people down. So don't inexperience, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got a, some group think going on mm-hmm. and all that. I feel like those yeah. are the major ones. So yeah. it's like those things are okay. Yeah, those things are much better to recognize and be aware, proactive and aware of in mm-hmm. advance. Mm-hmm. Then end up in a situation where you're like, oh, crap, we're out of options here. Right. It's like you got a lot of options, and as you continue, they narrow, and you right. have fewer. So, But then I was reading, so that's just some, hey, listener friend, mm-hmm. let's not have a deal here. <laughs> what? Let's not have a deal here. Let's not have a deal. You don't have a deal by doing a couple of things. What What that means for you, I don't know. But like maybe you overland. <clears throat> maybe that means you bring a spare tire. 
I would hope so, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're driving on terrible roads for your hobby, yeah, you would want a spare tire or two. Maybe you're going backpacking. Maybe you bring some backup water purification, just in case. Iodine. You know, just in case. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, I paid a lot of money for this battery-powered UV pen. Well, <laughs> how do you know if your batteries Those are good? things Maybe, weird me out. why don't you just bring some iodine, yeah. some bleach, just in case, right? Yeah. You drop your filter, you yeah. step on it, it rushes off down the river. Just have have a plan. Have a backup, yeah. Have some backups, be prepared, mm-hmm. make some good decisions. So when you're making good decisions, like how, I, that, that's easy to say. Um. Is there anything new you can lend to that other than the stuff we just mentioned? I do not feel qualified to be to comment on making good decisions. <laughs> You're good at making bad decisions. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't always make the best decisions. Um, <clears throat> but in a no, group situation, in a group situation, I think it's just having an awareness and evaluation of yeah. what is the current state of this, as opposed to being so locked on the goal. Mm-hmm. Or dismissive of the ongoing realities of whatever situation we're in, right? Like, yeah, it's the compact compounding effect of a problem yeah. is not oftentimes a major thing, but it's like many things compound themselves to lead people to a dire situation, right? Like, it's not one thing yes. that happens. It's not. It, I mean, it can be right. Something happens. It's an accident. You can't really prevent or avoid those but like oftentimes when people get in trouble it's like not paying attention to oh this feeling of maybe we should have turned back or oh i forgot my jacket i'm just gonna go anyway or like oh it's getting darker a little earlier than i thought it was and then you keep pushing through and you make these decisions that all of a sudden you get to a spot where oh this isn't great so it's kind of like the like the saying how did this happen you know this 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 calamity, this accident, and it happened suddenly and gradually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's All like of a the, sudden yeah. and slowly over time. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's like when I listen to people who would, you know, we would, we would all agree, okay, they're a survival expert or somebody that we'd listen to. Um, <clears throat> to, to continue to have that conversation with yourself of like checking in. Mm. with yourself how are we doing here yeah let's evaluate what's going on right because a lot of times you know you're just grinding it out and you're maybe you're looking down i can speak from experience on this one where you're like i'm just putting one foot in front of the other and you're trying not to trip you know mm. maybe it's rocky or it's whatever mm-hmm. where <clears throat> are you, you talking like literally or figuratively <laughs> both i'll go okay, both okay yeah. both gotcha <laughs> so you know you and you're sitting there concentrating on the path and you don't notice the fact that you have a headache Mm. and you keep going and you know, or you don't notice that something is, you know, rubbing your ankle or chafing or whatever it is. Right. You're just, you're just so focused on not falling Mm -hmm. or or just not complaining or whatever. And, and having the awareness to go, how am I feeling? And and it sounds so dumb to say kind of like, it sounds a little bit like, well, that's, how, what do you mean? How am I doing? I'm walking on a trail. Yeah, but how do I feel? How do my feet feel? How do my, mm. how's my pack feel? Blah, blah, blah. It's like the value of taking a break every now and again mm-hmm. to assess how you're doing. 
Yeah. Whether you're on the trail and you're going for miles and miles. Yeah. Or you're in the trudging along of life. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you never pause and slow down to say, mm-hmm. how are things here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go. Because when you stop, you're going to drink water. You're going to, you know, well, first of all, you just get a breath. You yeah. know, breather. Anyway. Your thoughts settle. Yeah. Your perspectives become broader. And, and you know, it's like maybe you get spread out when you're, you know, walking down the trail, say, <clears throat> and when you stop, everybody's together and somebody else might be saying, mm. man, my whatever hurts, you know? Yeah. And you're like, me too, you know, or something. And then it's a group conversation. Yeah. You're just going along the path and there's so many things tearing at your attention. You never really get to focus on how the situation is overall. What about you? Where can you slow and evaluate? Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breakingcamp and join the BCP family today. Now get outside and have some fun.